The following contest is scheduled for one fall with a 60-minute time limit. Making their way down the aisle, Carlos, Mark, Nick, and Remy, the Entrance Ramp Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Entrance Ramp Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Vega, alongside my co-host, Carlos Rodriguez, and Mark Lindsay. Hey, everybody. How are you today? We're covering uh, the major storylines and pro wrestling this week. Uh, first things first, hot off the press, uh, Paul Heyman is no longer uh, involved with Raw. He has been taken you know, over by um, Michael Hayes. Vince has let, let him go from his duties. Um, but the major storyline going around is that WWE is looking to purchase Evolve, which I'm assuming uh, Vince will give Paul Heyman control of. Um, gentlemen, what do you think? Um, excuse me. Carlos seems to have the most knowledge of the situation, so I'm going to go ahead and defer it to him at the moment and let him uh, talk about this subject. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. A, um, so I, I believe I thought it was uh, Bruce Pritchard, right? Isn't he taking over? Yes. Oh, that's, right. that's right, Bruce Pressure. Sorry. I was like, Doc Holliday's taking over. Listen, listen. Uh, our Doc <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, No, yeah. So, yeah, there was there was rumors going around with the Wrestling Observer that um, Evolve has just taken a big hit. Um, they've had, like, kind of like a working relationship with WWE, almost like a, like, hey, our talent's really good. You want to take a look? Um, like, Riga will go down check out talent like that's how we got Austin Theory now on Raw things like that um and a lot of people have gone to Evolve because it's it's almost like Evolve is like the wrestling aspect of what ECW was yeah and let's not forget that the major thing with Evolve is Gabe Sapolsky's the booker yeah I was gonna say trained I mean Mm -hmm. he he learned everything he could from Paul Heyman yeah and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if if Heyman just stays an all-air personality Within WWE and Gabe maybe is like bumped up more. But the the best thing would be to keep Evolve as a brand. But do you think Evolve has anything to do with being replaced by by Bruce Prichard? I don't. I don't necessarily think they're hand in hand. I think it's just like a weird conference of time. I mean, like before before we aired, we were talking about like if COVID never happened, <sighs> like I don't think Evolve possibly being bought out would be a thing. And I don't honestly think Paul Heyman being let go from his position in Raw would be a thing. Well, that's, that's, Yeah, that's my major stance. I mean, if Vince was able to focus on the XFL, which was a plan all along, he was going was doing to, great. to fade away and let Heyman uh, control Raw, let Bischoff or Pritchard control SmackDown, and let Triple H do NXT, Vince was going to focus on XFL, which, as we know, for the first month or so was, was pretty good. Yeah, um, and that was a long-term plan. When COVID happened, Vince kind of, you know, I, he needed to do something. He needed to keep himself busy. I guess he did, wasn't ready to die yet. So basically, <laughs> he, he he was micromanaging how Raw and SmackDown were running in. And when you have the creative mind, I mean, I'll give Bruce Pritchard some credit. He didn't last this long in the business for no reason. He obviously has a mind for, for the wrestling business. But I think a lot of us were excited to see what Paul Heyman could do with the flagship show Raw, given three hours and given a young nucleus of talent. And we had mentioned off air that, you know, we saw guys like Austin Theory and Angel Garza really get the spotlight for the last several weeks. 
And are we going to continue seeing that with Bruce Pritchard in control? I mean, I mean yeah, look at Apollo Crews as a U.S. champion. Um, the, the Street Profits have gotten so much airtime. And they've had, like, comedy moments in the past couple weeks that you could say, you know, you could argue are not great. You know, it, it depends on what you what your tastes are, but their matches filler. are great. Yeah, they, they are definitely filler. <laughs> For filler. Me, it's frustrating to see them and the Viking Raiders in this. Oh, like, the Viking Raiders like, have lost all credibility. They 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 have gone from a dominating team in NXT to well, Ivar is handsome. That's why. Just, yeah, uh, yeah, he's handsome. They're like the, the um, oh god, the Ascension 2.0 at this point now. That's how I'm getting worried. But like with, with Heyman in charge, at least they got airtime, right? Like if you, even right. if you get airtime, I think. Look, uh, at, look at Ricochet though. Like where is he at? He's disappeared off the face of the earth. I I, I think. Heyman was never was never going to get full control of Raw, and he possibly, you know, if if he does get involved with Evolve, he can have not saying a hundred percent, but maybe close to it. Yeah, I mean, look at look at Heyman's time. Uh, I always bring up this era, like the ruthless aggression era. He was running SmackDown for a lot of that. SmackDown six, yeah. And dude, that I mean, that was, that was some of my favorite times watching wrestling. So, yeah, I, I think that was all our expectation. Like when that popped. And we heard that. I mean, I think we all got way too excited because we know what we we can expect from Heyman in a sense. Like we were going to get new <sighs> talent. There wasn't the worry that Paul Heyman's losing money left and right. right you know, right. with the, like he did in ECW. So it's like, let's go. Let's let's see what imagination. And we had we had some nice things. I think if if you're talent, I would I would be worried. I would be worried, right? I'd be worried if I'm Apollo Cruz. I'd be worried if I'm. Oh, if know, I'm Apollo Cruz, I'm terrified. Yeah, but would you be worried if you're Kevin Owens? Because Kevin Owens no. hasn't been seen much since WrestleMania, and he just took the pinfall this past Monday, right? Didn't he uh, lose yeah. to Friday? That's true. Uh, yeah, I, it seems like Vince loves him, though. Yeah. Rumors, rumors in the backstage, like, Vince, like, adores him. I, I was about to say, I think Kevin Owens is golden no matter who's in charge because his work ethic and his promo skills and the, fa- and the fact that he can connect the fans on an every-man level, he'll be fine. I mean, there's a there's a reason why he's a former Universal, type, you know, champion. They did, they wouldn't just put the belt on him. Just I mean, even though it was kind of like a fluky thing with the whole Triple H, you know, screwing Seth Rollins and giving him the belt. But you know, whatever. He still he still got that on his record. Like 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 Carlos was saying though, I'm scared for the Cedric Alexanders of the world. Yeah, because they were just starting to build them back up. Like Ricochet and Cedric being a team, and they're starting to build the belt back up. I was like. How long did Heyman really have? Was it even a full year that he had? No, no, no. Him right. or Bischoff, man. They right. both got let go. Oh, Bischoff wasn't even a thought. Like it was eighty-three days. <laughs> Bischoff was more like, you know, what's up? You know, nice to see you for a couple weeks. Go back to Montana. Like, get out of here. And you know, I don't know what you know goes on backstage because we're not backstage. But the the idea that if Heyman could have gotten at least a full year. We, I think all those little nuggets he was putting out and seeds he was planting, we're going to start to grow. Like that team of Cedric Alexander Ricochet, I think he was going to continue to let them grow because you can't, you know, see them every week. But, you know, they were, they were, I think they've been gone for at least three weeks, which is a little more, you know, than I would like. Um, so we, we don't know which direction they're going to go in, you know, going forward. And you know what? The, the, uh, we'll obviously talk about this at the end of the show with our predictions, but like, I was watching someone talk about predictions. Like, man, like, could they actually pull the trigger on Lashley? And like, if they would have, wouldn't that, that felt like a Paul Heyman thing, right? Wouldn't that felt like a Paul Heyman thing to like pull the trigger, like actually build Lashley back up to where 
if you were watching Impact Wrestling, oh yeah, this is the Bobby Lashley I know. This is the Bobby Lashley Drew McIntyre is talking about when he says, I, I fought this monster before. Like, you got to be this monster again. Right. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if it was a, a Heyman idea, but um, Vince loves, you know, diesel people. Like, that. that's that's his thing. He likes people who are who are muscle-bound. And Bobby you Lashley... Know what's gonna you know what's going to happen? I'm going to say it right now. Brock Lesnar's coming to Sunday. <laughs> He's winning the, the WWE title. No, That's think, how you can I, tell Vince took over. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> random, randomly, he's the Money in the Bank winner somehow. He beat up Otis and stole it from him. Yep. Somehow. Like, oh, you hear the background? Tucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I think um, you know Vince has always had a soft spot for Bobby Lashley because he's Brock Lesnar, but he's black. And if, if uh, I, and I, honestly. To be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if they pull the trigger because of the social, you know, situation going on. That would be a big coup for 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 Black Lives Matter in the sense of you have a black heavyweight champion, you know, and and also Bobby Lashley needs that on his resume. He needs to have that world title to validate him. He's always played like a second best. Like he's always been like a uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like a he's like the Dollar Tree version of Brock Lesnar. I, I've never been that impressed with Bobby Lashley. Um, so I, I can see them pulling the trigger, but it has to be a short title reign. Like it has to be like literally like like a three week, four week reign, get Drew back the title. But I can see yeah. it happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of expound more on that. But yeah, I, I think this is going to have major ripples. And, and it's going to be interesting to see how Monday progresses. Because Monday is going to be, I guess, the first, like, whatever is set for tomorrow, uh, you know, we're recording on Saturday before Backlash, is, is probably set, you know. But we're recording, it could be already recorded already. That's fair, yeah. Yeah, we know the greatest well, wrestling well, match. Well, every match is supposed to be live besides the greatest wrestling match ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Monday is going, going to be kind of like the barometer where, where this new WWE is going to be. Under Bruce Pritchard, like Bruce Pritchard had both shows now. He has both shows. Right, and that and that's what I want to focus on. Let's not forget SmackDown too. Um, is mm-hmm. he going to spread himself too thin by by being the executive for both shows? And SmackDown, at least from what I've heard from Carlos over the last several weeks, has at least been entertaining. Um, you know, we got that great wrestling match last night between Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Um, there's kind of some. Tension between Otis and Braun Strowman about when he's going to cash in money in the bank, and they teamed yeah. up last night. So, like, is that going to spread thin? I mean, this is going to be interesting to, to watch play out, uh, but I don't see it ending well. I mean, that, that's just a pessimist in me, I guess. I don't see this going very smoothly. <laughs> no, I don't either, and, and, and I wonder if, if everything goes back to normal. Will it be like okay? We're on the road now. We're not near each other, Bruce. You can't do both shows. You you get raw. Somebody else, Gabe Spagos. Oh my god, I'm messing up his name. Gabe though from Evolve. Um, thank you. Yeah, maybe you get SmackDown. Right, that'd be cool. Or Triple H, you get SmackDown. Maybe <laughs> get NXT. There's no way he stays running two shows for very long. He'll he, there's there's yeah, zero. on the road. There's no way because like, like, everything at the performance center that kind of makes sense. You know, it's still stressful because you have like a you now you have two shows to well, plan you gotta, out. You gotta de- yeah, you got to deal with the whole writing aspect of it. I think that's where he'll run himself thin because then he'll forget about players 
not on purpose, but just because there's so much in front of you. Like, you know, anybody who's ever had a job, it, you know, you could you could do the job. But once once all the orders start piling up, all the tickets start piling up, and then like you're like trying to scramble to figure out how to solve everyone, you might forget, you know, oh, I, I was dealing with this guy earlier. I, I that I think two weeks tops and we'll hear somebody else took over one of the shows. Yeah, I would um, be surprised. You know, switching gears, um, Mark had just mentioned this, and I think it's very important because in-ring action is almost as important as anything else in wrestling. Um, and last night we saw an instant classic between Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. AJ Styles is now the new Intercontinental Champion. Um, it'll be interesting to see because I feel like him being the champion supersedes Braun Strowman being the Universal Champion because AJ Styles' star is so much brighter and mm-hmm. he's so much better in the ring, which is, you know, I, so to me, I you know, a lot of people can view wrestling differently. They can view it 50, percent you know in-ring promos and, and promos in general and 50 percent in-ring action for me it's always been 80 20 80 percent going to in-ring action if you can go in the ring that's really what matters to me and aj styles like he said last night might be the best ever i'm not saying he's the best ever but you can actually argue that yeah you could be a fan you could be a fan and definitely argue the fact that aj might be the best ever i mean like his accolades alone like TNA World Heavyweight Champion, NWA World Heavyweight Champion, X Division Champion, Intercontinental Champion, U.S. Champion. I mean, WWE Champion. He hasn't won the Universal title yet, but who knows? He's on SmackDown now. IWGP Heavyweight Champion. You know, IWGP Intercontinental Champion. Like, this dude is ridiculous. And he's had the lasting power, like, for years. He's been in ROH. He's been everywhere. He's wrestled everywhere. He's just... It's not even like it pun fully intended. He is phenomenal. He really is. Like he really is a once in a lifetime talent that you see. And for him to have this match, and I mean, me and Nick all week were talking about this. Some shenanigans were going to happen. I assume some shenanigans were happening because we have backlash, right? I thought, Why I thought Matt Riddle. On, I, yeah, oh, Matt Riddle just shows up. I, yeah. I get a one hour draw, like a one hour time limit draw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, you were shenanigans. close. Hey. You were close. <laughs> so I thought some shenanigans were going to happen, and look what happened. We had a full wrestling match mm-hmm. where the heel went over mm-hmm. clean. Mm-hmm. They both just put it all in the ring. I mean, like, mm-hmm. that is something that is something we haven't seen since those SmackDown days back in the day. Like, we haven't had something like that in a very long time where you get an amazing match with major con consequences on regular tv not like some swerve like oh my god someone's a new champion randomly on raw like no like this is planned out this is a tournament it showed i don't know part of me thinks is it a response to aew in a way not necessarily like having make sure that the title is defended on tv and shown off on tv i know it's not a tv title i I mean i mean i mean it's 50 50 for me with the whole title thing but Competition makes you better. Competition mm-hmm. makes you, you know, strive to be the best. And and for the longest time, WWE could say they were, they were the best because there was no one to compete with. But now, AW has viewers looking at them. And, I mean, they're not taking, you know, major part of their audience because I think, you know, what, what, they barely crack a million every every week. And, you know, Raw and SmackDown, for how shitty they are, they still crack 2.5, 3 million people because it's, it's a well-known commodity and people like things that are well-known. Um, but yeah, definitely. I, th- I, I think WWE's always had, you know, instant classics 
because you can just look at you know the, the catalog but they have definitely stroke stro you know what's that word i'm looking for um not straddled uh well they shatter the line kind of just like with like, like just storylines and random stuff like they wandered away from what wrestling mm -hmm. really is they, they they just went into the whole sports entertainment thing and dove headfirst and forgot really, really what wrestling is well, you know, going back to what Carlos said about AJ Styles. So, I mean, you mentioned this just now, Nick. You know, they, they, they've gotten back to what wrestling was. How many times have we seen in the last 10, 15 years a major name compete in Japan and then come to WWE and be a watered-down version of what he was? We see it basically right now in AEW with Kenny Omega. He's not the same person he was several years ago. AJ Styles was very similar. He was a huge success in Japan gets put into WWE, and I think we all kind of thought, okay, well, let's see what version of AJ Styles we're going to get. But guess what? We've got AJ Styles. And mm -hmm. he isn't doing a lot of the same stuff he did 10 years ago because, quite frankly, he's getting older, and he doesn't have to do those things. But he's still the best in the company right now, and that's saying something about how good AJ is. And let's not forget that he faced Daniel Bryan, who's probably one of the best dancing partners you can have, and he took nothing to shame for that loss. It didn't hurt him at all, and it won't hurt him if he's chasing AJ Styles down the road. And this could be the focus of wrestling. Like Nick just mentioned, this could be the focus where all the wrestling is going to happen with that IC title. Let's bring it back to the, the work rate championship that it used to be back in the 80s and early 90s. And let's have the, you know, the, the two-on-one handicap for the world title. Let's have... Let's have that kind of be the, you know, secondhand title. Let's focus on the IC title. And I'm looking forward to it because, I mean, AJ Styles is worthy and his opponents will be just as worthy. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with that as well. And, and you're right. Like, these watered-down versions of these these people you hear from other companies, and you get worried. I mean, Bobby Lashley is one of them, right? He hasn't been the same since coming to WWE. He was, like, on fire in Impact Wrestling. So... When he debuted, I mean, look at that crowd. I know it's like a post-WrestleMania crowd, but still, they were excited to see him. Um, Shinsuke has not been the Shinsuke <laughs> you watch in, you know, New Japan at all. And it's that's disheartening. Every week, it's disheartening to see that. Um, and you, you mentioned Kenny Omega. Like, at least for Kenny, you, you have the, the knowledge that it's, it's on purpose. Like, Kenny has mentioned that in interviews. Like, it's time to show off a little more of other talent. You know, it's not like that he won't be that best bout machine ever. Right. He is still, it's there. It's just. I mean, he he's a tag team champion. Yeah, so, he wants to show yeah. up other people. He wants to do something different. I, so, I, like, you want to watch New Japan? New Japan World's $10. Go watch his matches. Like, those are amazing. Like, mm -hmm. I was it three years ago? He won the world title. You know, two years ago, IWGP? At Dominion, yeah. yes. Like, there he, you just, go. he just had a throwback, yeah, picture. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what popped in my him head. With the, yeah. him, and, him and the Young Bucks. At least with um, him, I'm never like, I'm never disheartened by it. But look at look at Carl Anderson so, and Luke Gallows. AJ was still being shown off, and Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson have not. Like we got lucky with Finn for some stuff, but then once he got injured, man, that was downhill. And now he's great in NXT, so that's good. Right, I think it's all about trust, and, and the difference between AEW and WWE will always be Vince McMahon. You know, Tony Khan seems like the kind of owner that will, you know, try to be one of the boys. You know, even though he's not one of the boys, it, he wants to be one of the boys. So he'll, he'll do anything in his power to make 
you know, his wrestlers happy. Um, but I definitely think Kenny Omega, like we, we were just talking about, you know, him being second fiddle. I, I think I think the best is still to come for him. I, I'll say in like the next half a year, he'll be world champion. That'd be interesting. Uh, but yeah, man, if, if anybody like uh, our listeners and watchers like have a chance, look this match up. If you didn't watch it, I mean, it's a barn burner. It's a classic. It's it's everything under the sun. Like it's something you got to study. And I, I'd be interesting to see how Edge and Orton go on Sunday compared to this. Because I want to do a comparison. <laughs> I, under, under a microscope, when you put that title, right? When you put that Next. world's greatest match, right? No pressure. Yeah, exactly. And then without saying anything, you have one of the greatest matches this year in AJ and Daniel Bryan. Like I will say, I will say it on Raw when they had the peep show, they definitely mentioned this and I and I think they definitely knew that to poke fun of it, like the greatest wrestling match, you know, it's 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 silly, it's a tagline, and it's putting immense pressure on Edge, you know, himself he was talking about it. Um yeah, but last night's match, that, that thing was a, a thing of beauty. And, the, and let's not forget that this is coming off last week's SmackDown where he had a classic with AJ Styles and Drew Gulak. Like, right. I, I think this is a preview of his, like like Mark said, like it's going to be a preview of his run. Well, this is going to go back to that workhorse title. Well, well, when they had that interaction, it seemed like Daniel Bryant wanted to make it the workhorse title. AJ Styles, not so much. I don't know if he'll make it a workhorse title like every week being defended. But I, but I do think he'll defend it more more so than he won't. Um, I think he has to defend it every week to be the workhorse title. I think I think what it has to be. What I meant by the workhorse was that you had your um, Hogan and Andre at WrestleMania, but Savage Steamboat stole the show. Um, that match is so in, amazing. In ninety one, who was world champion in ninety one? Was it Hogan in ninety one? Yeah, Hogan was world yeah. champion. Sergeant Slaughter, but Mister Perfect and Bret Hart fought for the Intercontinental title. So. I don't mean the workhorse where it's going to be defended every week. It doesn't have to be, but yeah. no, no. I think the for wrestling fans, we're going to get our appetite, you know, taken care of. Right, right, right. And, and then also look at um, when Miz was holding the title for so long, it, it wasn't a relevance because they weren't giving a push. And then I mean, he he is like one of those talents that they, he puts the work in, man, and he deserves his respect. And he wasn't getting it, and then you get that promo with Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack. And he, he puts it out there like he doesn't get recognized. This belt doesn't get recognized. When you're a kid, you see that belt and you love wrestling, you know how important the Intercontinental title is. Well, you also saw a better version of that title belt. Yeah, new version ain't doing much for me. <laughs> nah, same, same. So um, we'll go ahead and switch gears and I'll, I'll toss it over to Mark for um, AEW. And, you know, you can give us your big story this week. Well, yeah, there's basically we just have a the major story for me was the debut or in ring debut of FTR. Uh, they took on Butcher and the Blade and fought a nice uh, 15 20 minute match on free TV. Um, and they continued the storyline of eventually getting to the Young Bucks at the end of the match. The Bucks came out, cut kind of a heelish promo, if you ask me. Um, and there's going to be a point in time where eventually those two teams face off against each other. Uh, I recommend for any of you who haven't listened to check out the interview that Jim Cornette did with FTR last week. You get a lot of uh, insight about where their mindset is and where they are. And if you 
If you were a fan of FTR, you're going to be even more of a fan of them after you're listening to the interview. Um, it seems to me like they're taking their time building this match, which we all want to see. Um, but we also, you know, we've, we've seen hints, and they, you know, Jericho was on commentary this past week, so he's even mentioned it, that Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard were in the stands watching this match. So it kind of just, you know, last week we discussed Sean Spears maybe forming a group. It kind of brought some, maybe there's some traction there, and we don't know. I mean, this isn't like back in the day. Um, dirt sheets may know some things, but they don't know everything. AEW's done a great job of keeping a lot of their storylines and a lot of their ideas uh, a secret. They've been doing a very good job of keeping it uh, airtight. So if it does happen, it'll be fun to see. Uh, but I guess the other major story was that Brian Cage attacked the world heavyweight champion, John Moxley. They're setting up their match. I don't know if it's night one or night two, but that match will take place during Fighter Fest. And uh, for the first time, we really had some physicality between the two men, and it's making me want to see that match. I don't think they're going to pull the trigger, but you never know. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the fun thing about AEW. It's like you never know what's going to happen, and, and not the, at least with the world title, but you've, you've had title changes, you know. Like we've had, we've had now, what, two tag team champions, three women's champions, and now two world champions, and one – you know, TNT champion. And they're, so it, they're doing it when it's right. They're not yeah. doing it just to do it. They're not doing it because it's been past due. Uh, they're doing it, it. It has felt right. When every title change has happened, it, it felt like, wow, that was, you know, and, and they're giving the champions before a decent run at the title. They're not just having them be a transitional champion, which is one of the reasons why I don't see Moxley losing the title so soon. He just won it in February. But if they're going to pull the trigger, why not? Look, we've seen this across every promotion around. When you strap a rocket to somebody and they're getting over, go with it, man. See where it goes. And mm -hmm. there's really no way of telling because there's no live crowd. The ratings have kind of stayed the same for AEW. But Brian Cage has it. You know, he's a, he's a very skilled wrestler. He has the look. He has the talent. And he has tasks. Mm -hmm. So why not give it a shot? If they're gonna pull the trigger, pull the trigger, see where it goes. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I, I, I don't see them pulling the trigger at all. I like I we'll call this way before, but I definitely see John Moxley retaining the title. Um it, if if for anything, he's more recognizable in these times of where everybody's not buying tickets. At least viewers can watch John Moxley because they know he's Dean Ambrose. You know, yeah, don't you think he'd be um Better chasing chasing the title than he would. Of, the of, of course, I mean a babyface ninety nine percent of the time is always better chasing the title because once they get it, you know you're like, all right, they're the champion now. What? But you know, I, like I said, for just just because of the period. If it wasn't for the period, I would probably side with Brian Cage because he's brand new. You need to put the belt on him so he doesn't lose that shine. But I think he'll be fine because the fans aren't there. You know, it doesn't hurt. as long as they have a good match, kind of a la Brody Lee. That didn't hurt his stock. If anything, it improved it because we, we saw he could go. And all AEW is doing now is lining up people to challenge for the TNT title and for the AEW world title. Because now you got to think, I, I mean, for all, for all we know, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Lance Archer took the title from um, from Moxley because they had they him, have that yeah. yeah from New Japan. And like you said, he had for Brian Cage to have Taz in his corner, you know, Lance Archer has um, – Jake Jake Robert. Robert. So, you know, there's 
it seems like AEW's heavy with the manager because you got Sean Spears and Tully Blanchard, but all uh-huh. all those things add credibility. Isn't it refreshing to have managers again that matter? I mean, I, yeah, I, dude. It's one of the it's one of the the favorite things I enjoy watching in AEW is the 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 importance of an Arn Anderson and Jake Roberts and now a Taz, I, and I'm yeah. very happy. Penelope. Yeah, I was gonna say, and, and I love that as well too. I mean, look, you got Penelope Ford coming out with you know Kip, and then Kip coming out with Penelope. Like, yeah. I love that. I love that. So, so like WWE's kind of doing that with Gargano and and Candice LeRae, which is it's fun too. But like, I, I like I love that AEW's like, no, we'll push that. I don't know what the hell's going on with Allie. That like yeah, yeah, well, no longer I, the I was gonna ask that know. question. You may like, find that this week, right? Don't uh, the the natural nightmares or whatever they're called have? A oh, title. they have a title chat. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I bet you she turns or something. Yeah. yeah. How, when, did, when when did she turn back to like a face or a normal person? No, it just it, out of nowhere. It really was yeah. out of nowhere. Like, and they but, met, like you're missing the point. She's not turned. She didn't turn. Yeah, I don't think so. She's eliminating a team to get. Yeah. Blade back in position. No, no, I, I, I get that. That that makes total sense. But I'm just saying, like, it, as a viewer, if you if you're not like into it, like you know, we are. Like, you just you're just looking like, wait, I could have swore she had bunny ears and a whole deranged face going on, and now she's just normal Ali with the the nightmare family gear on, like, and, and all QT Marshall. We know this is fake, right? Anyway, QT Marshall. What? <laughs> Eat your apple. Get out of here. <laughs> Even Dustin Rhodes is like, what the hell's going on? Like, you're crazy. Get out of here. Dustin's uh, like, listen, man, we ain't good looking dudes. This ain't <laughs> supposed to happen. Something's fishy here, sir. Um, so uh, this week in uh, NXT, the major storylines for me were um Karrion Cross, first and foremost, seems like he's challenging uh Adam Cole for the NXT world title. Scarlet uh Bordeaux, or I guess it's just Scarlet now came out with an hourglass and, you know, put the timer right at the edge of the ring. Do we think it's too early for that match? No. No. Nope. nope. No. Nope. Yep. Yep. And, and the, the second, the Love second, it. I didn't even think about it, right? So, like, she comes out, has that great no talking, just shows the hourglass. And I love, I know we, we talk about, like, the fan interaction, and, like, this is awesome, stuff like that. But, like, having the wrestlers just saying fall and pray, fall and pray as, like, she's there. I do like it. Don't get me wrong. I don't know why I like that one, and I don't like This Is Awesome, Chance. From the- it's horrible. I'm not a fan of that. The, the whole TikTok thing, not with them. Did not, did not like that. The, the fall and pray, I don't know, because it's just cool. It, like, it, it, or Because how would you do it, right? Like, would you just go pipe it in from the sound? Vince, I, Vince is too busy yelling at them to, to stand up. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I I mean, I'm also a fan of subtlety. If you if, if 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 everything was just quiet and she came out and she just put it there, I think that would have just been more ominous. But man, I, I, the second she put the hourglass and, and flipped it, I mean, it was like that was like I didn't even think of carrying across as like. I thought they would build them up more, but like the right. fact that they're going right NXT title, I was like, I mean, I guess it, makes, it, 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 it makes sense. Cold. He dom- he dominated Ciampa like nobody we've ever seen. Like he treated it, him like. Like a How refreshing is this too? A heel is going to take out a heel, right? Like it's two heels for the for the main title and the heel, like is going to go after it. like, like well, gonna build this up. Like it's not like undisputed era is like good guys at all, and it's well, not I was like say, Karen Cross is Karen Cross walks a fine line though. He he can be viewed. I'm not saying as a face, 
but like that anti-hero just trying to get what he wants type of deal. I I, I never got full. I kind of always feel like he's like a force of destruction. Yeah, I never got like I a, a. I look at it. I look at him like he. If you're in his way, watch out. He's he's grabbing it, and it's right. more like a blob. You know, like the blob will yeah. walk, and then it it sucks in, and then that sucked in becomes part of the character. And I see Carrying Cross being this unstoppable force that's going to need somebody like. Just I, I, I'll throw it out there, Johnny Gargano. Somebody like somebody's gonna have to be like the heart and soul to beat this guy because yeah. he's just destroying everything in his path. Yeah, Gargano. I can see Lee in that sense because uh, you get the physicality with Lee. You know, like Lee and Cross could—they're well, so fast, so strong that well, that would be a crazy match. Or Alistair Black. Yeah, have him come back. Yeah. yeah. Now that you mentioned Keith Lee switching gears real fast, Keith Lee is going one. It seems like he's going one on one with Finn Balor. Finn Balor basically called him out. You know, said stop when you stop playing house, come holla at me. And I and I love that because he's like you know dealing with this whole mixed tag team nonsense. If, and he's right because like for me, Keith Lee's whole title run has been block. It's it's a whole mess of block. And Finn Balor getting the strap would instantly put you know that title up there with the NXT title in terms of relevance. Cause it kind of like has slipped since Keith Lee has gotten the belt. Do you guys see that with Finn Balor? Do you think he still goes on this tangent of being the Prince or do you start thinking he builds up a Balor club? I don't, I wouldn't say like a Balor club. I think, I think you're right though. I think, I think Balor wins that title, but I think cause of shenanigans, I think we'll keep going with the Gargano, like Lee storyline. Cause I think there, there's some traction there. And I think you could do like one or two more matches with that. But hey, you're right about Keith Lee's like run. Like it started good, and then like COVID he needs hit, the and fans. Like, he's, crowd. He does need that. Of, he, he's one. He's one of those wrestlers that needs the fans. Yeah, and then now that like takeover match was great, man. And I was like, oh, this is like kind of what I wanted. And like I, I guess having the wrestlers on, on the side, you know, it helps because it helps with AEW. Like just hearing. Like the good guys and bad guys, like like the Gun Club, like just making fun of like whoever's in the ring and things like that. Like it, it helps. So I think Lee has got some of his luster back, especially with like the the other performance wrestlers there. I think you're right though. I think he wins. I think Balor wins the title, moves on, and hey, you can have this. You know, like when hopefully everything goes back to normal. Walter UK champion versus North American champion. Finn Balor. Like, it just kind of adds to that storyline more. And then Lee can just do, like, mess off. I, I, I think they nixed that whole UK thing. They were like, you know what? It's going to take too long because of the whole situation going on, and they just wanted to put a title on Balor. That's my personal opinion. And what I see happening is different than what I think will happen. I see I see somehow Keith Lee retaining, but I want to see Finn Balor win the title. Definitely. Okay, Last little tidbit for uh, NXT. Uh, El Hijo de Fatisma has turned into Santa oh. Escobar. <laughs> the NXT Cruiserweight Champion. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> but, well, I put all the focus is on Dr- Drake Maverick. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh, right oh, now. Oh, oh, it is when they're beating him down 3-1. and one. <laughs> That's like the story of Rockstar Spud. He just gets his ass beat <laughs> all the time. He pulls mean, off the fun win. If, if maybe, someone, maybe Drake Maverick can bring back Rusev and Hawkins to help him out. Yeah. Rusev, Rusev and Hawkins? <laughs> there you go. You know, other guys who were released that never got shot there. Just random people. Yeah. Um, 
So we're, we're going to go ahead and switch gears, and we'll go over. Um, we have another pay-per-view this week. Uh, it seems like we're blessed every week to have a pay-per-view. Um, so this this week is Backlash, you know, with the greatest wrestling match ever. That's their tagline, and they're sticking to it. Um, who's, le- who's leading in the standings? Uh, I don't know, Mark. Is your uh, I, we have a recap of last week. Um, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'm going to take myself off camera and let you guys focus, and I'll give yeah. it a quick recap of In Your House. All right. All right. So we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and talk about the pre-show matches because then Mark doesn't have to subject himself to that nonsense. Yeah, we're not counting pre-show, right? In our prediction league. I don't think we've done our pre-show before, but you know, I don't think we have. Yeah, that has no like. Because you know what? Tech most of the time they don't announce it until like the last minute. Yeah, that's true. Huh? I don't see anything. I don't see anything for pre-show. Do you? No, I don't see anything either for the pre-show. Yeah, that makes sense. Do they? Does anyone actually talk that uh, say MVP's full name? I'm just looking at the Wikipedia for like, you know, the like storyline part. My my Octavius Porter. Yeah, that that takes too much effort. I'm gonna be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised if Apollo Cruz and Andrade (laughs) would be the pre-show match. I would be so upset. I'm like, we need another short. We need another short one. What happened? Oh, well, last week for In Your House, we tied. All all three of us got five correct. Um, we got different ones wrong. We each got one wrong, but we we got we got different ones wrong. So That's so weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so random. I was so like, that is it. Overall, Nick's still in the lead. Still, back to silly uh, dog. AEW. <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll try to to break this tiebreaker um, from last week. So first match, I I don't know about you guys, but I, I like I was just saying to Carlos Mark, I think the pre-show match will be Apollo Cruz, the United States Champion, versus Andrade. Um, what are your guys' predictions on this one? Uh, I think Not it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think Apollo Cruz keeps the belt. Nope. They're- you you can't keep you cannot take that off of him this fast. Have we seen his WWE career? Yes, you can. <laughs> you, with uh, all the turmoil, so longer in charge of Raw. It's with all the turmoil going on between Zelina Vega and Angel Garza, there is zero. I think they turned Angel Garza face sooner than later because he that guy has all the talent in the world and he's freaking hilarious. Oh my god, yeah, he's so good. He's got like that that uh. The Eddie Guerrero, like sexy vibe. The, you remember the, him in China? Latino Heat. He had the Latino. Yeah. He got the Latino Heat vibe. And if if I'm Vince, I put him with his cousin Humberto, and I make them into a tag team because that tag team division is so sad. Me, me, and Mark can be tag team champions. <laughs> <laughs> as long as as long as we still get some screen time with Charlie, that's yeah. all. Because that, that that's a fun storyline to watch too. <laughs> Angel Garza and Charlie. And we all like we all like sports. We like, yeah, uh, Charlie, can you get us on ESPN? <laughs> when Zelina ripped that rose up and then just <laughs> threw it to her, threw it, threw it at her, and it was like boohoo. I was like, oh my god, she's the best heel. Like, dude, she she's really fun, and oh, it's she, almost sad that she doesn't get to wrestle as much as she would like to. I think. I mean, it is what it is, but every time she does wrestle, she does come out with better like uh, Mortal Kombat cosplay. So it's awesome. I, as as long as she's on the screen and doing her thing, I'm I'm cool. So I, I I'm assuming you guys are both taking Andrade. Is is that the prediction for you guys? Uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Cruz, but 
I don't. I, in my heart of hearts, I don't believe it's true. I'm gonna go with Cruz. I'm putting that down. Well, in my heart of hearts, I'm saying Cruz. So two for Cruz, one for Andrade. I, I, I'll go Cruz. This is where this is where I'll, Mark wins. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: the the every time we've done predictions, I've predicted what I want to see happen, and I can't do that because what I want to see happen makes sense. You know, Mark's like, I want to win. <laughs> right, I want to win now. So no, no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All three of us for Cruz. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go ahead and. Um, We'll talk about this triple threat match for the women's uh, tag team championships. You have the champion Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus the Iconics. Um, do we see the Iconics steal this one, or Bliss and Cross take their titles back, or status quo, or the are the you know Boston Hug connection, even though they don't go by that anymore, going to remain champions? Uh, I'm going to go with the Iconics. Just I, mean, I, I just love them. I love them so much. <laughs> And I think they, they, like you know they haven't been on TV for a long time. I think they kind of need the the win. Mark, uh, I I'm actually leaning towards the Iconics as well. Uh, but I, going by what I think will happen, I think the champs retain. I'm going Bailey and Sasha. Uh, you don't think Mark. you don't think it's time to build that breakup storyline? From the they built it for so long. What's it? Yeah. you know. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't know. I don't think they pull the trigger ever. I think they remain friends and and show that they you know that they've had this plan all along to be champions. Um, I, yeah, I, I got Banks and, and Bailey holding on to the titles. Um, you know, they just got them. I don't see them losing it. And let's also remember that Charlotte is back. You know, with Raw, mm-hmm. and all three hail uh, Sasha, Bailey, and Charlotte are all heels. So if they were ever going to pull a trigger for a four horsewoman or I don't know if that ship has already sailed, but you've always had like two or three as faces and then Charlotte as the heel or vice versa. Now you kind of have a, a foundation that are heels. So if you're going to bring back uh, Ronda Rousey, if you're going to include that ever again, then the time is coming. So I kind of see they're more steam as Sasha and Bailey staying as a team than splitting them up now. Okay. Just, uh, I know that has nothing toward black backlash, but um, I, I want to get your opinion. Who, who would you put in that fourth role now that um, Becky's gone? Alexa? Nah. I, I wouldn't mind Alexa. But I yeah, wouldn't mind Alexa. She has history in NXT, that's why. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't vote for I, I, I mean, I would... I would Personally, I would I would think someone like who's always been around, maybe Natty. Okay, she's, been, she's always been around. She's yeah. a workhorse. You know, you can always have great matches with her. She, she has history with every, all of them too. Yeah, yeah. And she, I, I feel I feel like she trained all of them essentially. Yeah. So again, we would say Natty. Bruce Pritchard's gonna put Nia Jackson that role. Oh God. <laughs> yes, she. Yes, she. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But but I mean I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind Natty or Naomi because they were they were part of the initial uh three teams for the women's evolution. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Team bad team um, PCB PCB Jesus Christ. Uh, Fucking it, it was the mission or something like that. Huh? But that's a that's a that's a special website. If you're old enough to call. <laughs> Next, Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. <laughs> you know some. Just some shenanigans last night. We threw my piss in your face. He threw his piss in his face. 
He, he we had one of the greatest wrestling matches this year. And earlier in the show, Jeff Hardy <laughs> threw his piss in Sheamus' face. That couldn't be more opposite of the win. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's my Maybe I want Sheamus to win, too. She, yeah. she, Sheamus going to kick Jeff Hardy right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he threw his piss in his face, man. What the hell? <laughs> like, it's the same night. This all happened last night. You got, like you wouldn't mix that, right? World. You got you got the you got ninety ninety six uh, WWE mixed with uh, two thousand and three. Yeah, and then uh, also just go to SmackDown real quick, just to vent my frustration about it. That wasn't even the main event, by the way. Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles was not the main. No, event. but that's fine. That's fine. I I know why they did that. They did that because so they were the TV early. No, because they wanted to give them the proper amount of time. Because if they would have went over, I'm sure they would have made the Braun Strowman heavy machinery thing like three minutes. Go out uh, there. You know what? And it was live, wasn't it? it no. Yeah. No, that, no. The AJ uh, Bryan match was taped a couple weeks ago. Oh, wow. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, know, I, they, I, they, yeah. They, they knew the time then. I was thinking it was live because of New Day's entrance. That's why. Yeah, no, I thought it was live. Live stuff, but that that match between AJ and Brian was taped. There may oh, have been okay. live last night. That's you know. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, so who, yeah, who you got yeah, in this right. match, Mark? Um, I don't know. You know, it's WWE <laughs> trying to make sense of their stupid booking. I'm gonna say Sheamus because, quite frankly, if I lose, all three of us lose that match. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good. That's an interesting way to go. <laughs> We all go down this. Oh. <laughs> so, so the next match on the docket is Oscar versus Nia Jax. Oh. Don't injure Oscar. Do me that favor. I like Nia Jax. I really do. I think she's a nice is person. Is this a title match? Yeah. Yes, for the Raw Women's Title. Um, I, I obviously I think it's too early to, to let Oscar lose that belt. You can't have a you know amazing champion like Becky Lynch give up her belt to somebody. And have that moment just for her to, you know, get dropped on her head. Um, <laughs> Which is exactly well, why I'm going. <laughs> like, oh, oh, then again, as, as soon as I said it, as soon as I said it, I'm like, you know what? Then again, Vince will be like, yo, that's the best way to rip people's hearts out. Oh, I'm gonna that, say, I'm gonna go with Oscar. I'm gonna stick to my to my gut because I know I know Mark's gonna pick Nia Jax, and I need to start building this lead. <laughs> I'm going Oscar. I'm going Oscar. So, so two. No way, Nia wins, man. That would be such a slap in the face of fans. It's happening, guys. Book it. I, I, I say Oscar wins because Charlotte Flair is vindictive as hell, and she's gonna come out and clock Nia Jax or so, or do some shenanigans, and get herself involved, and have we'll have a triple threat match at SummerSlam. Uh, all right, yeah. Probably. I mean, that, that just sounds. <laughs> uh, next on the docket is the two on one handicap match for the WWE Universal Championship: Braun Strowman versus The Miz and Morrison. Um, Braun Strowman. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, I got. Braun Strowman. I, I I would love to see Morrison as a champion, like a world champion. I but... would love to see Miz as champion again. You know, Miz. Yeah. Miz's title run was very entertaining. If you it remember, was. who was the guy who had the little lackey behind? Alex Riley. Alex Riley. A Riley. Um, you, had him right. you had him wrestle Jerry Lawler in Philadelphia at a live Raw. I mean, you had some 
spot. It was good. It was a good match, like, too. Entered WrestleMania champion and left WrestleMania champion with, yeah. with John Cena. And that was the one that Rock hosted, I think. Yep. There was a lot of good that Miz had. And he hasn't even sniffed a world title run since. Nope. Uh, I'm going Braun just for the record for this prediction because I want to win this competition. But I, would <laughs> love, I would love to see the Miz. I mean, it's two on one, so it's not a triple threat. Right. So they have to pin Braun, which is why right. I don't see it happening. But if it was a tr- if it was a three way, I would I would go Miz. I would have Miz pin person. And, and I, w- I will there. say, I will say there are two things that could possibly change my mind. One is the fact that Otis has the money in the bank. So Braun could be looking over his shoulder, think, you know, thinking so he can go out there and do the typical thing, destroy them for the first five minutes. Wait, <laughs> wait oh my God. I didn't we have this. Mr. Morrison win the title and Otis cashes in. I'm never watching WWE. Prediction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never watching WWE again. This I will just eliminate myself from any WWE conversation. It was like, I, I was like, hey, me, what do you think about Raw? I didn't watch it. Let me I get, let me get my second one in there. My second my second issue is Bray Wyatt still exists. He yeah. might go on for a little bit, but he still exists. Hey, he had a baby. <laughs> You know, so 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 that, he that get, dude's got like five kids now. Two he can get moms. involved with shenanigans. You know, like there, there's a lot. I, I that money in the bank and Bray Wyatt are the two biggest things looming over Braun Strowman. But that's I do, fair. Yeah. The fiend's not Braun done. Strowman, yeah, I do think Braun Strowman retains, but there are a lot of shenanigans. Jesus Christ, I think Otis might walk out of this, <laughs> and I will be the most jealous person in the world. He'll have the world title on his right arm with Mandy Rose on his left arm. He will make every American sick. And- I, I really don't mean any disrespect to Otis because I, lo- I like really love his character. I, I, I love Otis. Stuff like it's just what the hell is twenty twenty right? Like because like <laughs> Otis Universal Champion, his storyline like factors in that he has like the most gorgeous woman on his arm. Uh, freaking like COVID is a thing. Just you know, there's like women. He's just women. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? There's murder hornets. Aliens are real. <laughs> what the if, hell? If this happens, every time Nick or Carlos ask me a question about <laughs> Raw or SmackDown, I will put up a still shot. Nope. Got no. <laughs> just, yeah. Not watching. Mark, is, Mark will just, he'll just pop that out of nowhere for AEW. So wait, 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 wait. Let me ask you this question, Mark. Do you not want Otis to be world champion at all? Never. Never. <laughs> I listen. Is he entertaining? Absolutely. Everything you guys said, absolutely. If it happens, I'm never watching WWE again. Okay, so so I'll just watch NXT. I will just, watch NXT. Just just, just just to get this straight. Um, you, so Otis is the equivalent of Hacksaw Jim Duggan winning the world title, huh? That okay, oh my god, Hacksaw, actually, Hacksaw at least would have been believable for like a short term. Otis is the equivalent of David Arquette winning the WCW. Oh, no, not David Arquette. You could have said, like, Scotty Too Hottie or something. (laughs) Not David Arquette. Uh, It's just like, it's just, Otis doesn't scream Universal Champion. Like, Braun, all right, so they built Braun up, you know, and they were like, oh, you're going to be world champion one day, and then it took way longer. Like, Samoa Joe, you look, that's a world champion. Like, I'm not even talking, it's not even like his it's just his character. Like, like he, it doesn't make sense for a world title. Like, 
Like, it, it's not even him. It's not what he looks like. It's not, like, his in-ring style. Like, because he'd be a fun champion. That's fine. It's just Otis' character does not fit a universal or world champion. Like, it just Question. doesn't make And the fact he's so entertaining and we're talking about him versus Braun, Miz, or Morrison just shows how over he is. I don't argue that for one second. I personally wouldn't be able to take it. I want to see but, Otis continue with Mandy. Continue that storyline, have him hold the briefcase, but that's where it should end. That that's the height. That's his well, height right there. Well, well, I was gonna say, do you think that he will do something along the lines of you know giving the the briefcase up for like a tag team, you know, title match or or and or I would be all about that. And that or, would be or, way to use him. Or wouldn't it be interesting if um he could give it to Mandy Rose and she was using him this whole time? Well, there you go. See, already we have done the work of WWE Creative, and our version will be better than what we actually see. Yeah, and <laughs> I've mentioned this before. Could you guys see him as an Intercontinental Champion? Oh, God, no. <laughs> he, he is not beating AJ Styles. <laughs> no, I know that. AJ Styles would, would be like Mega Man versus Bounce Man. Like, that is <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what I would like to see. Him cashing in for a 24-7 title. Done. No. That was, uh, tag team titles are, are – I don't think he'll do the 24-7 title. He can win that at any time. <laughs> now we're putting him on, on the on the, on the the intelligence level of our truth <laughs> And I think Otis is a little smarter than that. He might have that whole little, you know, ducky thing going, but, but he, was smart, he was smart enough to catch that briefcase. That's ridiculous. <laughs> WWE Creative, man, is like WWE Creative is right in 2020 in general. <laughs> um, Let's move on, Nick. Yeah, yeah, moving on now. So, um, okay, uh, yeah, we all said Braun, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Braun, Braun. Okay. Um, now, for honestly, this might be the match of the night for me Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. I know you're not big on Bobby Lashley, but I think these guys are going to go all out. I think for two reasons. One, because Drew McIntyre is always out to prove something because he was let go and to show he's worth the world title. And two, Bobby Lashley's probably trying to prove that he's better than these, you know, side gimmick Lana storylines. He needs to be, you know, a, a force of nature. And that's kind of what he's looked like ever since he's hooked up with MVP is being a force of nature and putting like essentially the master lock on everybody and them not being able to break away. So, you know, I'm, I guess a full Nelson is cool. It's kind of like an old wrestling. Yeah, it's not really flashy, so I, I get it. And, but it, but but at the same point in time, it definitely gives him mad credibility as being. It goes back to that Brock comparison. Like if Brock pulled that out, I'd be like I believe it. That look at that dude's arms. Yeah, I mean Brock put people's quads on his neck and made them tap. So I believe anything. Well, I love the quad, the Brock lock. I really do. Yeah, like, no, yeah, no, like Brock is a freaking nature. So, yeah. who guys got one in this match. Do you think they pull the trigger on Bobby Lashley to finally, finally give him that shine? Or does Drew McIntyre continue his dominance until someone comes and challenges him at SummerSlam? I'm playing this like Mark now, too. I, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Drew because it's too early, mm. but I would not be surprised. Or honestly, this is one of the first times I wouldn't be upset too. By Bobby winning it, they built him up correctly. Let me ask you. Well, answer the question, and I'll ask you another question, Mark. Yeah. 
Um, I, I said earlier I wasn't a big fan of Bobby, but I will say that I I think what he's doing right now, the program he's in right now with Drew and having MVP as his manager has been very good. So, uh, you know, it's gotten me into Lashley a lot more. Uh, uh, Carlos said it earlier where you can almost see them winning the title because of all the stuff going on in the world. Um, so I flipped the coin off camera, and I, I'm going Bobby. I'm going okay. Bobby uh, because it was heads, and Bobby was heads. Um, I want Drew to win. I want to build up Drew McIntyre more, but I don't want the storyline to end. If Drew if Drew does win, I want this to continue another month or so. Uh, I'm, I am happy with the storyline. I am happy seeing Bobby Lashley getting used properly. And I'm very happy for MVP, somebody I've always been a fan of uh, since he debuted, and he's getting another shot. So I don't want the storyline to end. And if he does, if, if, if Lashley does lose, what's next for him? You're finally getting him to matter. And here's my next question. If Bobby Lashley loses, I see this going this way. I, I picked Drew McIntyre to win this match. But I see Drew McIntyre winning this match by disqualification because I think Brock Lesnar is going to come back and F5 the crap out of Drew McIntyre. And in doing so, it, it, it lets Bobby Lashley off the hook for not winning, and it also gives us a featured match at SummerSlam between Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and Brock Lesnar. I would love well, that, it was a triple. That, that makes be a, sense, too, because you figure that Paul Heyman is now going to focus on his on-screen personality. Yeah. And without Brock Lesnar, there's no reason to have an on-screen and, personality. And, and and now we have Paul Heyman versus MVP in the War of war, Words. And you know Drew McIntyre is good on, on the mic himself, so he he'll you know it'll be natural for him to battle those two on the mic and then battle Bobby and Lesnar in the ring. So it works out for everybody involved. Yeah, but it also works out if Lashley wins the title and then Lesnar attacks Lashley afterwards. Yeah, but then where does that leave Drew? He's just chasing? Well, I guess. I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah, how, how weird would it be to uh, – I sent you guys this last night. Uh, uh, Impact put out uh, four years ago, Bobby beat Drew McIntyre <laughs> for uh, the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Wow. That's that's crazy, right? So 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 we've got two to one uh Drew to Bobby. I, I might as well change my vote because I'm gonna lose that one. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is my quarter my quarter picked that vote, so I want that to be so, 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 when Bobby Lashley, so when Bobby Lashley actually wins, you're gonna blame the quarter. I'm gonna I'm gonna thank the quarter. <laughs> All hail the mighty quarter. Uh and as for the main event, or what we're assuming the main event will be, it is the greatest wrestling match ever. Well, is- I can tell you this, our episode is the greatest episode <laughs> of the podcast ever. Uh, uh, so, yeah, like, uh, I, I'm going to go with Orton as well. Um, uh, yeah, I'm Orton. 1-1, and then head towards uh, Slam for the, the payoff, whatever that will be. Murder match. You have to murder the other person. <laughs> Carlos, you're on. This is what happened. You have a last man standing match. Kind of odd, but okay. Then you have a standard wrestling match. Kind of odd, but okay. They're going to stretch this shit out. Hell in a cell. <laughs> yeah, October. It's going to be hell in a cell, and that's what's going to happen. You watch. Yeah, because you usually like, so ramp up. So what's the summer This is like... Two, one, three. 
So no, wait, what's, the, like, what's the SummerSlam it, it, match going to be? Uh, Nick, I'm glad you asked. They're going to team up because it's okay. WWE booking. They're, yeah. they're going to reform RKO. You're going to think that this wrestling match changed everything and that they're kind of back on the same page. And then it's going to be a hell in the without even <laughs> hell in the cell. Wait, wait. And they're going to look so, at you. Did you, did that's you beautiful. This? Did you call for this? I didn't, yeah. this? I didn't ask for this. <laughs> yeah, and, and the superpowers never show up. It's just like, no, you got to wrestle. What? So, so, you think, now. so you think Rated RKO will form again and what? Go after the tag belts? I think they eventually. Honestly, they're at some point they will. I mean, I was kind of just going off, you know, base a little bit with that. <laughs> I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Prediction here: within one year of June 2020. Rated RKO will have at least one more tag team match, and I, yep. I, I guarantee that. Mm-hmm. If not a, t- a title run, I wouldn't be surprised. Just, just, yeah. just to betray him, a la Shawn Michaels, John Cena. Yeah, but why, why have it be Orton that betrays him? Why not have Edge be the big? I mean, like, yeah. oh well, I, I didn't say Orton, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, just, I'm just saying somebody betrays somebody because they, they're obviously not going to trust each other forever, but maybe long enough to win another title. Yeah. Because they never reached their full potential as a tag team when they for their first go around because Edge got hurt. So, you know, maybe they win the title again and Orton holds resentment. I don't know. It could be a good yeah. thing. But I, I think I think Mark's on to something, and he might be swallowing the right idea of Hell in the Cell because Hell in the Cell is supposed to be the big blow-off match for most matches. And, you know, now that it's a pay-per-view instead of, like, specialty match, we it's kind of easy to predict that's where... I, I like, think, too... You know, the uh, the crazy thing is uh, this. I want to do a twofold prediction. This doesn't have to factor into our points, but like I said earlier, do we think this match is going to be better than AJ Daniel Bryan? No, no. absolutely right? not. I don't. Absolutely not. Uh, do you think it's going to be good? Yep. I think yeah. it's going to be yeah. good. Yeah, it'll, it'll be good. Be good. And we that. all it, like for official prediction, we're all picking Orton. Yep. The world's OKS wrestling match. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of headlocks. There's going to be a lot of headlocks for Randy. <laughs> yeah, what if he pulls out the overdrive out of nowhere again? <laughs> I don't know. But listen, if Randy Orton does something, he his best thing would be to pull out the punt and kick the crap out of Orton in the head or Edge in the head. So I was watching someone else's predictions. Uh, uh, Brian Day for Wrestling Regret, and he's like, "Yo, how funny would it be? Like WWE just pulls a swerve, and it's just like he low blows him <laughs> at the end of the match. Like Orton's done. <laughs> like Orton lost." <laughs> that's it. Bye. <laughs> I think Ric Flair would be proud. Um, so that that's pretty much it for uh, backlash. That's, that's all our predictions. Um, does anybody want to give a closing thought of of this week in wrestling? Well, I, I'll say this: some some of the matches at backlash were taped. We know that the Edge Orton match was taped. They're going to edit the time to 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 fit the show. Um, the, the what I read from Meltzer was it's going to be like it was recorded. As a 36-minute match, oh, that they're either going to cut down or or what have you, but that's that's how long this match was going to be, um, which is just as long, I think, as the WrestleMania match was, which it was is, yeah. half an hour. So, um, we don't know what's live, we don't know what's taped. I also think this Paul Heyman Bruce Pritchard change is going to affect more than than we can ever imagine. Um, so I'm. I don't know if I'm excited to see the card because entirely this, this this whole card does nothing for me, especially after I watched AEW uh, last a uh, couple weeks ago with the stadium stampede and, and, and everything going on there. So I'm kind of at the point where 
I'm paying the $10 a month. I'll pay attention to it, but I really don't yeah. care. This whole show has me not caring. And um, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that it's at least entertaining for those of you, Nick and Carlos, who actually watch this show. Um, I'm going to rely heavily on our text messages to keep me posted with, with what's going on. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to watch it. I, and I, just because, like you said, like the $10, I, you know, I, I paid $10. I, I want to watch it live, you know, and stuff like that. Or as much live as I can be the dead. <laughs> um, but I think. Uh, I think we're gonna have something like we always do. Takeovers are always better, and that takeover last week was oddly lackluster for a takeover. So I think that's still gonna be better than this backlash. But I'm hoping. I, I'm really, for me personally, I'm really hoping that the the women's tag match, Bobby and Drew, and um, kind of like coast this thing along. Like I think I'm hoping those are the things that kind of hold this up. Um, and I, I would love to be surprised and and be happy with Orton and Edge. Like I, I hope it's like really good match, especially if they cut like a lot, trim the fat on that, because that was our biggest complaint with Last Man Standing. That went way too long. If that was like a twenty minute match, I think that would have been a great match, told an amazing story. But man, like if this gets cut down a little bit, I think we're pleasantly surprised and lucky. But I, I, I'm really hope Bobby and and. And Drew and, and the women's tag match are the thing that pushes through. All right, yeah, I don't have any closing thoughts on on you know pretty much we've said everything. So. All right. All right. Well, that was that was a fun episode, and uh, hopefully, I the greatest episode. I, I want to take podcast. over the, the greatest podcast ever. Um, yes. I want to take over the standings with my predictions for Nick. So Nick, you're going down, buddy. Yeah, it's happening. Mark's gonna take over, <laughs> or or I'll never watch wrestling again. If <laughs> yeah, this is gonna win. <laughs> so, so, so many things. So many things ahead of us. So many things. We hope you all enjoy watching Backlash for Carlos, Nick, I am Mark, Remy watching at home. We thank you all for watching the Entertainment Podcast, and we will see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Entrance Ramp Podcast. Please like us on Facebook at the Entrance Ramp Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at the Entrance Ramp Pod. And subscribe to us on YouTube by searching for the Entrance Ramp Podcast. We'll see you next time.